0: The following conversation was recorded prior to the actor's strike. What's the baby? Baby Yoda? Couldn't have been nicer. Aw. Yeah, because he's got a rep. He's got a rep. But no, he's cool. As soon as
1: I showed up, he asked if I would sign a headshot for him. And I just thought, this guy's class. Because, you know, he's blowing right now. He's having a moment. Right. And uh, he still was just, uh, he was cool.
0: Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, sad, confused begins now. Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, I'm Josh Horowitz. We've got another first-timer on the show. I have a feeling he thinks he's on Conan O'Brien's podcast, but we're just going to roll with it today. He's a great actor, yet he seems pretty well-adjusted. He has great hair, but he hides it under a hat in half his roles. Basically, he's a big old contradiction. I'm thrilled to welcome the star of two new series, Full Circle on Max and Justified Primeval City on FX. It's the one and only Timothy Oliphant.
1: Josh, how are you? Thanks for, that was a lovely introduction. I appreciate that. And uh, pleasure being on your show. So far. far, Yeah, let's not get,
0: yeah, let's not get cocky, right? (laughs) Um, There's a lot to talk about. Uh, First of all, I should say, in case uh, people are watching this and there's a sad strike going on, we taped this prior to the madness. I mean, maybe we should tape different permutations. Do we tape the version like, oh, hey, it all got resolved and hey, oh, hey, we're in the middle of a horrible strike. Yeah, yeah, either way it's bullshit.
1: It's, it's bad news either way basically. It's like. Bullshit. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh yeah, let's well, fingers crossed that we're we uh, when this comes out, all all get all uh, got resolved in uh, yeah. in a way that benefits hundreds of thousands of actors. Absolutely. Cuz I'm not and, worried and, about the other group.
0: They're doing okay. They'll be fine. I think they're going to be fine. I'm not worried about Mr. Netflix or et cetera, but uh, that's another conversation. Um, yeah. you, We haven't had a lot of Timothys on the show on, on the Mount Rushmore of Timothys. Mm. I feel like it's, it's you. It's what is it? We got Hutton. We got Dalton. We got Shawame. Oh, those, those are very good ones.
1: Those are very good ones. It's, it's a nice, I work. got to, nice I, I got to spend an evening uh, with uh, the Hutton. Uh, he, I was doing a play in New York and um that he came to and uh, a couple of us went out for drinks afterwards. And it was a lovely, a memorable evening uh, and uh, goes on the list of things I didn't see coming, having a drink with Timothy Hutton. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, Part of my childhood.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember ordinary people, Turk 182. Mm-hmm. Does anybody remember that movie? Do you remember that? No one remembers
1: that movie. Well, not until you said it. It did. That wasn't the one that popped up, but yeah. And every, yeah, beautiful girls. Yeah. Um, oh, sure. uh, yeah, I mean so I mean that's towards that's uh not I me mean, yeah because he had the he he had what a career he's had. I mean just incredible. Should taps? we just
0: spend the next 45 minutes talking about
1: Timothy Hutchins? Is he, taps, Is he taps? taps?
0: Yeah, he's one of 12 what? amazing stars that came out of taps. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh how do you feel about Chalamet being part of the group? Because technically he's he's kind of more of a Timothy. He's he's kind of the French version, he's not a
1: hardcore Timothy. Didn't notice that. Different spelling. Good for him. You know what? Lovely, lovely work he's doing. So what are <laughs> okay. you? he's doing lovely work, that guy. Did, did, did just came na- right out of the gates. I'm always oh. impressed when someone comes right out of the gates with lovely work, just goes right, boom, here we go. Did it feel that way for you? You had, oh,
0: you were kind of, no. slow. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say a late, no. moment, but like late twenties
1: is when it happened. Eddie, no, I didn't. I no. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I didn't, nothing happened overnight. It was a long, kind of slow. I got lucky. How many, how many
0: next big thing articles have there been about Timothy Shalom uh, Timothy Shalom, about you, <laughs> Timothy Ollivant, in I don't remember your any. career? I really? mean, not
1: that I pay attention to him, but uh, I, none come to mind. No, I didn't have one of those careers.
0: So w- looking back, does it feel like this was the way to go? Like, could you have handled success at 25 I'll tell you could this?
1: You- I do remember when going to the Sundance Film Festival in 1999, for Go, yep, and all of us, the cast, everybody in the cast, when after that thing screened, we were like, we're gonna be huge. This is it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did mean, it was huge. That <laughs> was like a rock star screening. And yeah. of course, months later, it came and went to the theaters. It came and went, and nothing happened. Uh, but there were a lot of articles about how the cast was like the next uh, brat pack. You know, it was like the next group.
0: Well, and to be but fair, movie, it just it movie... just didn't happen immediately. But no, it well, didn't happen. No, thank, and... thank
1: God it didn't. But it but it didn't. So that's the one time I do remember a sense of like, oh, we're all about to blow up.
0: Yeah, I wasn't planning on starting starting there now, but since we're talking about it, I was just talking about Doug Lyman with Emily Blunt the other day, who I'm always endlessly fascinated by. I've chatted with him a bunch over the years. I mean, he's a madman. Let's be clear. Endlessly I...
1: fascinated about both of them.
0: um did that movie feel as chaotic behind the scenes as as the electricity on camera because doug is notorious for creating a very
1: yes there was a lot of yeah yeah no there were moments where yeah where you're like you're in the scene and and you're like doug that's my foot you're you're standing on my foot like you know (laughs) because he's shooting you know uh and i hadn't really um seen that uh and literally from that time it's the only time i worked with a director who also shot who was right. was operator until uh Soderberg probably right Soderbergh and and yeah. God, I don't get tired of saying that um yeah. but yeah so i'd never seen it before and there was a uh, you know he he is um yeah there was also where he'd say okay great let's we're moving on and like well but we we haven't finished the scene and he's, <laughs> he's like oh did we not finish the scene <laughs> yeah it had a lot of that but you right. know it was fantastic um energy you know, yeah. I think. I think really, half of the battle is just is a is cre- having a set where you feel creative, where you feel comfortable taking risks and and being relaxed and and right. he he creates a really great energy on his sets and it's somewhat chaotic, but somehow it's a um, I, I loved it I, I can just tell you i loved it i loved working with him and um yeah i'm still hoping that another another opportunity to work with him again comes along
0: just be careful he's planning to take tom cruise into space i don't know if you want doug lyman in charge of your space travel
1: the two of them in space
0: <laughs> could you imagine
1: it's a that's some strong company
0: that's awesome. it's a lot of, lot of energy in, in yeah outside the atmosphere um Since you connected it to Soderbergh, let's start there. I watched all full circle. I devoured it. I am endlessly fascinated by that gentleman. He's been on the pod a couple of times. As smart as they come, he can do it all. Yeah. Uh, That must be, look, I mean, you've been doing this a bit, but like to still get the call to be a part of a Soderbergh project where he's directing all six hours, must be a gas, must be a thrill.
1: It was a thrill and, and didn't disappoint. It was a thrill from the jump. I mean, just getting the phone, just getting the a phone call that he wants to have a conversation was a thrill. I, I, I would have been happy with just that. It was just great to talk with him for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I'm a huge fan of his work and uh, I've, I've he's one of those guys uh, anytime I'm working with an actor who's worked with him, I'll, yeah, you know, I'll say, me, what was that like? What was, what was it like for you? And tell me what he's like, tell me, and you know, I love collecting those stories about the people that you've, admired and respected over the years and um yeah no i you know we talked for 45 minutes and um and he said to me at some point after a long long conversation about the work um he asked me so what's it gonna you know what take to you know kind of get you over the finish line and i said Stephen, you've been misinformed. <laughs> it's like, when I, I walked in the room, I was like, I don't, know. I don't know what you thought was happening here, but I mean, <laughs> I can, I can do the sexy indifference if you want it. But, um, I said, I'm in, you know, and I was already. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. And then the next time I saw him I was on the set, we started shooting. I walked in and just started, I met Claire and we started shooting within minutes and, um, well, that's the Boy. thing
0: about him, isn't it? He's like so quick in every conceivable way. He's infamous. He's talked about this with me and others about like having a cut of his films, like the day he's done shooting,
1: like he's editing as he goes. And yeah, know he edits, I... he'll edit the scene that night.
0: Are so you, you watching stuff? Is that helpful for you? Do you I... watch any cuts or no?
1: I didn't watch anything. I mean, I'm more than I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, I shouldn't say I'm a fan. There's certain jobs. I do watch playback where I ask to see things um all the justified um during throughout that series and stuff i would watch playback or see or not necessarily playback but i want to see things sometimes i want to see cuts but i'm part of the conversation so it helps um and um yeah i'm just it's just i'm wearing a different hat on that thing uh, yeah you're an executive producer on it yeah yeah well yeah and even when i wasn't you know i acted like one so you yeah, know i just got involved you know yeah much to their chagrin um you know they don't just give you the title uh in the beginning they uh there's precedent and i said well okay as long as they know you know i'm going to get involved um uh, so where on this one you know i i'm, I'm uh, it's a different it's a different um beast and he doesn't you know? Uh, you know, he's, he's doing it. He, and he's a big proponent of you do your thing. I'll do my thing. You know, I hired you because I like your thing. So you just do that and I'll do, I'll be over here. It's, it's really, um, which I know in general, that's what's supposed to be, but that's never what it is. There's so- always a, a a mix, a blend of. Well, do you do you do you
0: do you ever not like being "quote unquote" directed? Like to, to it sounds like he's kind of
1: hands off. He's cast the right roles. He I knows... thought I liked being directed until I wasn't, and then I realized like, what oh, the wait. fuck am I? What the fuck am I worth? <laughs> I don't want direction. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> I I'm embarrassed how much I thought I needed someone to say after the word cut uh, to say something along the lines of that was great, right? Um, wonderful. You know you. You get used to that being the next thing, right? Right, right. Cut. Pitch up. Move it Moving on. That yeah. was wonderful. Or even that was wonderful, wonderful. Let's do it again on this one, blah, 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 blah. But it always starts with like, oh, thanks. Right. Um, and on this, you just it would be cut. And then it would be just silence. And he'd say, um, <laughs> all right, let's go again. And then you just do it again. And then you might do two or three. And then he'd say, okay, next shot. And off we'd go, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So, next shot means wonderful. That's the code. <laughs> That's the language. That's the vocabulary. And there were a lot of exchange of looks. It was a lot of nods. And right. I'd look, I'd look over, and he'd give me a little nod. You know, that was it.
0: Um, this could be a sign of emotional maturity for yourself that you've come to. Maybe at thirty-five, at thirty, maybe you would actively need that to fill the hole but now you
1: can fill your own hole. I, you know, I guess Let, let's, let's hope there was been a little growth. It's just, it's amazing how quickly you adapt to like, okay, so this is the, this is the language. This is the new right. vocabulary. Um, yeah, I remember a couple weeks in someone, I uh, was doing a scene. I come out get in the car and drive around the block and I came around the block and, um, he said Stephen has a note for you and I was like oh my God I'm, I couldn't believe it I was so excited and then he said uh, I need you to hang up the phone before you get in the car um
0: so practical I was, like, just... I
1: was like that's the fucking note that's how I, <laughs> come on man I was really excited that's <laughs> the right actor because yeah, we were no. in a car together and it was just me and him and um all my dialogue was is over the phone uh so he and I are just in the car together and I finish a take and I look back and I go what do you think? And he says, if that was a seven, maybe, maybe a nine. And I said, nine coming up, let's go. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of all you need, right? <laughs> that was my, Just... that was, that's the note I got three months. Yeah. That was good.
0: So coming, coming around to the other uh, exciting project that um, a lot of people are going to be very excited about because of course, justified has become this beloved um series and this it's been it's been a minute since you played Raylan. i don't know if you always expected to come back to the character if that was in the cards but uh it must be thrilling and exciting to get this opportunity and put him in a different context um
1: i'd mentioned it when as we were going out you know uh as I said, I think we should wrap up the show. I, I, I recall also saying, but Hey, may we get the band back together in a couple of years. That, I'm, that was always uh, in the back of my mind. It was on the table when, when we were calling it quits.
0: A couple of exciting aspects of this. I'm about halfway through the the new series. Um, uh, well, Let's talk about the, the other Oliphant,
1: so the important yeah. Oliphant really yeah. I'm on her. I'm using her laptop to speak to you now. I noticed Vivian came up on the Zoom first. That's uh, just her way of getting press. So yeah. She's trying to get press. Relentless. Relentless. She's like, here, dad, take my uh, laptop. Um, <laughs> um, this is her... her name out there. She's got this her is...
0: prize, this one. That's right. There can only be one Oliphant at a time. And she's she has her eyes of taking
1: you out. Um, I mean, there's already four or five Timothys. So, you know I what I mean? They're, gotta take they're out getting, in, getting invaded on both sides. <laughs> So
0: this is her, um, at least on camera, acting debut. As I understand it, your daughter, your poor daughter had to audition for this. What, what kind of father are you, Timothy?
1: Well, I mean, any good, decent father knows that was the right thing to do. <laughs> make the kid audition. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we saw this coming. My wife and I, you know, look, we used to take, you know, when the kids were young and we did the family videos, she was, she's the youngest of three. She was the only one that wanted to see playback. So we're like, Oh, I see where this is going. Right. Um, She's always had interest in doing it. Uh, She did school plays and we didn't allow her to do anything. You know, we didn't allow her to work, but she had expressed interest years ago uh, wanting to work. And uh, we thought there's too many downsides there. So, um, uh and she slowly shifted to uh her interest to singing songwriting she has an album coming out she's got i think she's got a single being coming out today or tomorrow like, yeah so um uh, off she went to college uh to pursue singing and songwriting at the uh, promoting the school she did one year berkeley <laughs> college of music and nice. um Anyway, we were talking about this. My wife and I were talking about we're going to shoot the show over the summer and we were trying to figure out Vivian would probably come live with us. And we were thinking about what she's going to be doing over the summer. She would expressed interest in maybe taking some acting classes and uh, she would sort of start bubbling back up the idea of maybe doing a little bit of uh, incorporating that into her studies. And then my wife said, isn't there a role in the show for like a daughter and i was like what do you think she's like why not i mean let her try and um she is eight you know eighteen, nineteen 19 at the time so we're like you know so we brought it up to her you know i said look there's this role first i brought yeah. it up to the guy i brought it up to the dinner and andron i said look i'm gonna say this out loud just to hear out sounds, and you guys can yeah you, call me out if it sounds like a horrible idea. It's whatever. gonna yeah. cringe, yeah. you know. Yeah. I know yeah. it's gonna. I just I'm yeah. prepping you, prefacing this with I know what I'm about to say is gonna, but I just need to say it out loud because I hadn't mentioned it to her yet. But I said, you know, there's a there's a chance my daughter could do this, and they're like, great. And I was like, I could hear it already. They were like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I said, look, I'm not, they said, yeah, you know, have her read and send it into Cammy you know, send it to the casting director. So anyway, we, we called, uh, sorry, this is long winded, but we called called Vivian. We said, look, there is this role and you would audition. And I said, she's like, I want to do it. And I said, well, just take a second because you're going to be living with us for the summer, no matter what. Right. You're, and If you don't get it, I just want you to take that, take a minute to think of that, right? Because whatever that's going to feel, you'll probably meet the actors who got the role. But I said, you know, they're, they're thinning, it's getting down to like, they're getting ready to cast that job. I also knew, selfishly, it's hard role to cast. And with all due respect to young actors, oftentimes they're very actory and it's tough to get, um, I started late, and I just remember even going for me showing up at acting school, acting classes. People that had been acting for a long time. Um, it's invariable the bad habits, the the thing, the tricks that have sunk in that are yeah. like, ooh, you got to get, you got to try to erase those, you know? Yeah,
0: the instinct anyway, to do to do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, to do more. To you know, they know kind of what you know they. You know, the way they direct kids is to do these little things that are adorable and whatever. Anyway, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, forgive me. I'm going on. And anyway, she was like, I want to audition. So, you know, she, she, um, I gave her the scenes. I asked her, like, do you want to want me to tell you what I would do? You want to do your own thing? Can I, you let me know how you want to do it. And she's like, I know what I'm, I know what I've watched, you know, I got it. Anyway, we, um uh, the audition I read off camera with her. She worked really hard just for like four or five days. She was just, she was willing to do like, let's go one more. Let's go one more. And I was like, wow, this is. Um... Anyway, we sent it in and right away, I started getting texts, like right away from dinner, from Android, like, your daughter's auditions, like really fucking good. And I was like, I, I, I told you guys I had a feeling. <laughs> um, You know, it must be, she must be it. so
0: satisfying to, as you know, the face of this and an EP to that. Now forget your own performance to see the dailies and to see the cuts and to see your daughter. And this must be, it I was can't so special.
1: Yeah. You know, as I said to them, I said, look, I will tell you this. It was, I wouldn't have given her mentioned this opportunity to her if I didn't think she could handle it. Yeah. Now in the back of my mind, she was, she's still the kid who insisted on going to tennis camp. And then the night before said, I'm not going right. And I thought to myself, is that still a possibility here? (laughs) Because that's going to be really tough on, I was like, you can't do that. Right. You can't (laughs) like night before say, no, I'm not fucking doing it. Right. (laughs) Um, But I said to them, like, I wouldn't have given her the, wouldn't have mentioned this opportunity if I didn't think she could handle it. And working on her audition, like just doing the off camera, I was like, she's really good. She and she worked hard. She was, she was, I was like, I would, I would love working with her. Like, you know, I realized that I as I was reading these scenes with her, I was like, this would, if this is what she's going to bring every day to the set, this is a really fun actor to work with. Um, But I said that, and that's it. I won't say any more. I was like, you guys, your call, I'm out of it. It's uncomfortable for everybody involved. Um, Okay. I'll make the one other thing, which is, Uh, like a week or two goes by and there's no word and vivian keeps going like what's going on and i said well viv i'm an executive producer i'm on all the casting emails and i know who are like the other eight actresses that are being considered and i'm not hearing anything no one's asked like me to even look at another so i think you're the front runner but they're not worried about losing you to another job like a lot of other actors. Right. Where they have to. Right. So I said, it's just going to take a while, you know, because there's no other, it's not like, Oh, we better hire her or we're going to lose her to this other show. And he, she says, well, can your agent get me another show? So they have to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> a little bidding Let's get some tension, some bidding. I action. was like, yeah. wow, Vivian.
0: Yeah. She, she's, she's smart. i was like vivian we've created a monster here
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was like you get this i was like man i didn't i didn't understand that i think until my 30s what's going on here (laughs) got a head start anyway that's Um, it enough
0: about her no yeah enough no she's excellent as are you sir another person, an unsung hero, not necessarily a part of this production, but as I understand it, Quentin Tarantino could be credited a little bit with getting this combo
1: happening. Was this born on the set of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? There was a day on the set uh, on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, You know, A, I knew he'd watched our show and I obviously knew he was a huge Elmore Leonard fan. He. Um, Elmore Leonard was a huge influence on him as a it was, first book he ever bought. I think he stole a paperback of Elmore Leonard. I, I maybe the first he bought. but anyway I I knew the, that going in. So I one day we were uh he and I were shooting the shit and I said, listen, I got an idea I want to I want to just run by you And I I told him the premise I was like, you know we're having a everybody wants to do it a season. There's a lot of talk. It's hard to get that spark of what that season is going to be, and um, and I said, "There's, you know, City Primeval, you know, is potentially available." And I was like, I, I had this idea of like, what if we just took a book like that and we just stripped it for parts, used the bones, and used right. it as the beginning of the conversation? And he was like, "That's a great fucking idea!" You know, he was just very excited.
0: Wasn't excited
1: loved- about... Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like him. yeah Right. Well, <laughs> and, it, and it, you know, he he knew the book inside and out. He sure. was, at one point, was going to make that book a film. Um, he had optioned the rights years ago. So we had lots of ideas and thoughts of, about what that should have been, the movie. But he was very enthusiastic of like, that's... Um, and it put some wind in my sails to say, hey, you know, to you know, at least to go to the guys and say, look, let's do this. Let's, let's move this. This is, um, you know, just gave me confidence in in the premise. Um, uh, So that meant a lot. And then, you know, and then he almost directed, uh, um, you know, his. um, Yeah. What happened there? What was the story? He was going to get a couple episodes. We were drinking margaritas and I, I told him, you know, I was getting ready to, you know, a couple months, we're going to, you know, get the he was asking about something about an actor who was unjustified. And I was like, it's funny talking about this because we're getting ready to do the this this reincarnation of it. And he's like, What were you talking about? And I said, Yeah, we're doing it. The thing I told you. He said, Get the fuck out. And I said, Yeah. He goes, When are you doing it? And I said, you know, in a couple months. He's like, could I direct that? And I was like, I don't think it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> I could put, I could put, I could put it (laughs) a good word, but uh, I was like, you fucking crazy. Anyway. So he, um, uh, he, he, he read the scripts. He read the scripts. He, he's like, you know, I said, you can't direct the first one. That's that, that's already been, you know, Michael dinner's got dibs on that. And uh, so I said, maybe you want to read them and. So he read them and he's like, I, I want to do the fourth one. I was like, all right. He's like, can I read some more? I was like, okay. And then he said he wanted to do the seventh one. And then, so yeah, it went from, you know, it was wonderful. I mean, we were all very excited. Uh, and then he, um, his wife was pregnant with their second baby. And that was that. Is is there talk? <laughs> that oh, was like, no. <laughs> sorry, I can't, I can't leave Israel when my wife's having a child to go director show and so as far as sadly go
0: that's a good one yeah
1: it was a hard one to argue so you know and he's a so it's a good sign for him and his kids and yes apparently he's taking fatherhood seriously
0: though he does have one more film in him have you read the movie critic is there any is there a part for timothy in that one if there is i i will uh, i will be there
1: but I, I, I know nothing. I know okay. nothing. Okay.
0: But and nothing. and if and when another justified season, cause it sounds like you have eyes on more, hopefully, uh, there's open invitation to Quentin, I
1: assume. It's I, you know, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, it seems like a no brainer to bring it up to him. <laughs> Try to be early. Like, look, you got any kids planned because yeah. uh, <laughs> can we work around the schedule? To yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> look, you know, he's, uh, God bless him. He's marching to the beat of his own drum. So who knows what he's going to do next, but, um, Those conversations uh, were very meaningful and uh, mean a lot to me to just even be shooting the shit with him about anything, let alone a collaboration. It was, those are very special conversations and they meant a lot. And, and, and he was very, he was wonderful about, you know, he allowed me to pick his ear on casting and everything. So it was really fun.
0: I will say in, in, in your collaboration with him on once upon a time in Hollywood in a, in a film, Filled with iconic scenes. One of my favorites, if not my favorite, is the scene where Leo just can't keep it together preceding his breakdown. And what and I watched it again last night. I watched it many times. So special.
1: So special.
0: What I love, I mean, on your side, you know, you have to be a thousand percent locked in, or else his breakdown doesn't work. And I'm always just like endlessly fascinated by like how like locked in you are. (laughs) And that contrast is what
1: makes it work. It's so easy to do because the scene is, first of all, obviously so well-written and everybody knows that when a scene is well-written, it makes the acting super easy. Um, That's the first thing, not only that, the camera, the way he, Quentin's moving, the way he shoots is so beautiful. You're so aware of how it's just such a work of art, how he sets up shots. The shots are so uh, specific So everything feels that Soderbergh similar. You feel like, oh, this counts. Everything counts. There's no like, we're gonna shoot a master, then we're gonna punch in, then we're gonna punch in, and then we're gonna punch in one more time, and then we'll see later what we're gonna use. No, no. It's like this is the shot. So there's two things going for me right off the bat that make it super easy. And then the second, third thing is I'm just sitting there going, looking at Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm like this reminds me so much of Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you can't help when there's, you know, I, I, I haven't had a lot of experience sitting across from a enormous movie star. And he's an enormous movie star. I've watched like everybody. Yeah. Countless movies. And he has an intensity to him. And as much as, I'm aware, you know, I appreciated his performances and that intensity when you're sitting across from it. um, I found myself mesmerized by it and I I couldn't help but think like this is just like that movie, The Aviator, like it looks like his head's going to explode any minute. And I'm like completely not in quote unquote in character. I'm just just me just enjoying the show. Wow, it's like, check awesome. that, check this out. <laughs> like, that's exact. this is what I've been watching all these years. And it's really intense. Yeah. Like it's, there's an intensity there. And I'm, in, I literally were rolling. I'm like, God, I, do you ever do this? I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if I've ever done this Like Would I be willing to go that far? Look at it. He's about to explode. Like, I think his veins are going to pop out of his fucking forehead. This guy. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's so easy. It's just easy. Just yeah, you know. Don't tell Leo I said that. <laughs> by the way, you kept, you kept your cool. He didn't. He, he couldn't. He's got it. enough yeah. going for him. He doesn't need yeah. me kissing his ass. <laughs> but that's what that experience is like. You know, you're yeah. just sitting there, mesmerized by these two giants. Yeah, uh, and just taking it all in. And you know, I'm just you know I show up. I you know I've been doing TV my whole life. Is this one more take. Let's go. I don't know um that was a good day it was good good times on that set very special
0: An- another special scene of yours i rewatched for the first time in many years uh you have one of the great i would call double deaths in uh horror movie history in scream mickey dies not oh. once but twice and it is a great like he's dead but wait oh. here he comes again <laughs>
1: there's a moment yeah well, that's you what remember? you pay for in those movies i've forgotten I that so. very yeah, kind yeah, yeah. by the way josh i appreciate all that um uh oh, yeah, daughter's computer is okay. not on silent. That's bullshit do you hear that or just me? <laughs> I, I
0: don't, we can edit it out. Don't worry, God. About
1: it. Okay, go ahead now. That's money, people love that. Um, <laughs> that's what, real uh, stuff. Do, what, I do you remember, remember it? Oh yeah. my god, I totally remember that day. I mean, that whole movie was like overwhelming and exciting. And, um, you know, that's that's back, uh, that's early, that's me just trying to keep my head above water and pretend like I'm not freaking out inside. It's a, those, that was a, quite a job. They gave me a, I mean, I don't know. I was still maybe lying on my resume when I got that gig. Um, you know, I hadn't really done a lot. Right. And, um, you know, audition at least twice or maybe more to get the gig and, and, um, huge opportunity and then showed up and everybody on that set was people I'd been watching, um, you know, on on television and film, Liev Schreiber made quite an impression because I was like, "This guy's a real deal." Laurie Metcalf, incredible. I mean, and then, you know, just everybody involved were. Um, it was big, and then I remember that day. I, I swear this this is how it worked. We we I was doing off camera for a while on the big finale, you know, and uh, we were shooting all of. Jerry, O'Connell stuff and Nev stuff, and now we're getting ready to turn around. We have a half, you know, break. And and he um Wes comes up to me and says, um, you know, we really haven't we really haven't talked about this, you know, this last scene. He's like, Um, I'm not I'm not sure what you're doing off camera like. I was like, okay, it's good for talking about it now then because we're, we we're going to be ready and we're setting up here in a couple minutes. But I remember him saying like, you know, this killer in that movie, we don't really want to do that or this famous killer kind of performance in that. We don't really want to do that. We want to go like in this direction. And I was like, I just was like freaking out. I was like, oh shit, like, you know, I don't know. I just remember being so intense and feeling like I gotta get this right. Um
0: But he seemed like a very sweet, soft spoken man for the for the such, crazy stuff he was making.
1: Such a sweet guy. But you know, yeah. when you're when you're starting out, like the wet he just what I just described, what he said, if he said that now, I'd just be it's just all fun and games, right? Sure.
0: He would like, be, that's like your second movie super, too. That's he's like,
1: super yeah. relaxed, but I yeah. would be super relaxed. And so we'd just be shooting the shit. Like, yeah, right. I've, I heard what you did. I saw what you did there off camera. I'm not sure I love it. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not sure that was working for me. I'd just be fine. But I remember then being like, Holy crap. You know, like, I'm fucking up here. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> you know, there's a pressure and intensity that you're trying so hard to mask. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, but it was, no, okay. it was quite a memorable experience <laughs> and he was lovely and everybody involved was great. You know, he was great. And I, I, I do remember him having that, um, you know, if I said something like, I'm not sure, you know, I like that. He said that was a good take or, and I I remember saying, well, there's this one moment I feel like I might've kind of had a bit of a hitch there. He goes, we cut to the knife there. Don't worry about that. We just, <laughs> we was- just.
0: We're in a horror movie. We can cut with the knife. Yeah. Just cut. We just cut in the knife. <laughs> I don't know if you feel it, that feel the, stra- the strange cosmic connection in the universe that you have to Vin Diesel, but it's out there, Tim. This is, this is it's unlikely. I wouldn't have bet on it. But if you mm-hmm. do your research, mm-hmm. Hitman was meant for him. You took that. War has it, Fast and the Furious was meant meant for you. There's an alternate universe where you are Dominic Toretto mm-hmm. on your 10th movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't do you think the fast movies
1: would still be going if you had accepted that role in the first fast movie? I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that no, they would not. No, I, I haven't seen those movies, but I you know they're enough so part of the culture that I know what they are. Right. And it feels like part of what makes that he is a huge He's just unlike anything out out there, right? This is true. That is fair. I remember think so. He's. I remember thinking, I can't make this work. Sure. I was like, What am I doing? Why would I be in this? I mean, at the time, right? You know, right. Uh, but he seems like they, they got the right guy. But look, so you I I felt the, you know, the, the same thing, and when yeah. I was doing Hitman, and I there I was getting paid. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck who knows you know there are
0: if you'll indulge me i'm always fascinated by the roads not traveled for certain actors those other those would-be's could-be's the yeah. war has it there are two that stand out to me there well, is star- for me there, yeah. for you there is star yeah. trek which i'm, I'm guessing was, oh. Cap- was, was was i'm guessing was for captain kirk because i could as great as chris pine is i could see you being a hell of a captain kirk um and there's also the old IMDb thing that, that has lingered that says you were in the mix for
1: Iron Man. Do you remember either of those? So I do. I'm always trepidation. You know, I've talked about this in the past and then sometimes I'm like, you should have never talked about this. Nobody feels good about that you were going to be it or should have been it or whatever. But yeah, I guess it is what showbiz. There's countless of these stories. Here's what I can tell you is about Star Trek. I went in and auditioned for, I think like, not for Captain Kirk, but I, I remember reading with J.J. Abrams and um, I I loved he Just a lovely, lovely guy and just a lovely audition process. And somewhere in there, he was like, you know, I mean, I was auditioned for Doc or something. But he's like, I right. already got a guy for Doc, so I don't need you for that. But I don't have a Kirk. Yeah. Um, so there were there was a um, I don't know. Here's what I'll tell you uh somewhere along the line they're like uh I got a guy you know like I I believe it was one of those things where it's like you know you you know he he might have been prepared to to hire me but they wanted somebody younger and he was having a hard time finding somebody younger and somewhere along the line JJ called and said I found a guy younger Who's really good. <laughs> and I was like, and I have since then met Chris Pine and I am a huge fan of him, both on and off screen. I For love reason. that guy. He is yep. a good dude. Yeah. If he's listening to your podcast, and let's hope so. He's a veteran. I, he's been on a couple of times. Yeah. I've I I've had a I i have had ai this sounds very show business, but but I had the um honor, we're gonna say honor to go to the Golden Globes one year back when it was cool yeah and um <laughs> that's right they're not even a thing anymore what are they so i don't that's know if they're cool but yeah. we were there and yeah. i spent most of the evening at the bar with chris pine and um <laughs> uh, i just really really adored him what a good guy um and i really like his work he's a uh, one of those guys makes it look simple and easy so yeah. um they he just directed fine. his first movie yeah is that right yeah no thanks for the call is there was there not a part in there for me
0: guess the drinks weren't as meaningful to you as they were to me golden golden quickly
1: the actor's mind see how quickly (laughs) it just comes right back to gotta text somebody wait are any reshoots fucking what the hell uh (laughs) one minute it was about chris and then boom back to me quick (laughs) um so that's that i do and uh i'm a yeah i i I, auditioning sucks and the fact that I remember those audition the audition process fondly says a lot about JJ Abrams and what yeah. a good dude and what a what just a wonderful man that is guy is um an Iron Man anything real to that I will also tell you Iron Man John Favreau uh what a classy great guy every I I've I've spent time with him um socially I've now worked with him uh what a wonderful guy. And um, maybe, um, I i don't know. I mean, some of those, I would have happily uh, suited up for him. And um, I'm thrilled that I got a chance to work with him again on. Um, you did suit up Star in a way. Just, to, just took a little. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. That, guy's done, that guy set me up. I just showed up for one episode and I got a toy for it. I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> it's like, how do you do that? When you got cast in that,
0: was it necessary to go back to like source material? Like do you read aftermath or are you just working off of the stuff they give you? Like the, the scripts,
1: the Star Wars thing.
0: Yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah.
1: I was, uh, just worked on the material, um, in front of me. I mean, you know, John called up and said, we have this thing. And, um, and obviously he thought of me for it and thought it might, uh, be a nice fit. And, um, we got together and and just he he was just a wonder he's just a very wonderful generous collaborator you know what do you think Will you want to change it what would you do different how do you want to do it here you've been you know i mean quite frankly he said what you know we probably shouldn't admit which is like you've played this role before so <laughs> i mean <laughs> any thoughts go ahead right so we you know tinkered with it and tweaked it and we had a ball with it um um and then just showed up, you know. You put on the put on the armor; it does all the work. Uh, well, I don't know
0: about that. Does that does great. does that armor feel? Uh, is that as cool to wear as it looks, or is it as uncomfortable to wear as it looks?
1: Yeah, uh, no, it's pretty good. Yeah, huh? that pack's got a little weight to it, maybe. Um, but you know, listen. There's nothing better than listening to an actor, bitch. Uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell me. Uh...
0: Tell me the toughest part about being in Star Wars. Timothy. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you something.
1: Uh I Mark Hamill uh had to fly to Morocco to shoot that stuff. I right. drove down to where Burbank Manhattan Beach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> drove down to Manhattan Beach and the, most of it was in air conditioned uh air conditioned studio. And uh <laughs> so you know we've come a long way. So it was a piece of cake and um a ball to work with and uh yoda he he could uh what's the baby baby yoda couldn't have been nicer oh
0: yeah because he's got a rep he's got a rep but no he's
1: cool as soon as i showed up he asked if i would sign a headshot for him and i just thought this guy's class because you know he's blowing right now he's having a moment right and uh he still was just uh he was cool so yeah that was a you know it was a good gig.
0: Do you, do you know your future? I know you can't say anything, but like Dave Filoni has announced this big, like mashup of all the characters in the universes in a film. Is there a hope on your part that I'm, Cobb shows I'm, up in that? I'm going to be the lead. There's um, <laughs> our exclusive. Thanks. Buddy. This is
1: going, this is, yeah, sorry.
0: This is uh, <laughs> Really, really didn't
1: bury it. You went right to it. You went okay. sad, happy and holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the plan, but yeah. Um, no, I don't, I, um, if I if I knew anything, I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, they're very, uh, they keep yeah. that, those secrets seriously over there.
0: They do. Do you think uh, as we wrap up, do you think the yeses in your career are more meaningful or the no's or the stuff you've said no to more impactful or the stuff you said yes to, if you take stock?
1: I I mean, the, 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 I'm going to lean towards no's and those are more important in life in general than the yeses for sure i think the no's are the no's are a lot mean a lot more and i think i got lucky with some of the failures you know like i think uh i i think i dodged some bullets not getting jobs that uh i thought i wanted um yeah. you know the yeses are didn't persistence was more important i think meaning right like because i have a lot of bad work you know along the way or shitty projects or i've seen stuff that i was in where i'm like what are you doing dude it was like you're not even trying you're in show business um and jobs where i just shouldn't have been in them i was just you know embarrassingly miscast and and uh you think if you're there and they cast you, it's because you're right for it. But of course, that's not right at all. You got to you got to know, like, no, I can't right. do this is not right for me. I don't care if they're they think it is. They don't care. You can go to the movies, you go watch TV, you see people miscast all the time. So it's like it really falls on the actor's shoulders to figure out where they fit. And it took me a long time to kind of find that like, oh, here's where. Here's where it works. You know, I haven't felt like I've been miscast in years, but there was a stretch where it's like, you're figuring it out where you fit and you're, you're. So my point being is the yeses, you know, that didn't matter. I think the nose or the like, you know, that made a difference because some of the ones, like one of the ones you mentioned earlier, I think if I had said, yes, that might've turned me upside down. Um, right pretty quick. It might, the success of it might've uh, been really bad for me.
0: Right. Well, the proof is in the pudding of like the projects we're talking about today, the opportunity to do justified, to come back. I got lucky. I ago, got to
1: hang you know? around, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, 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 there's a, I mean, there's all kinds of different, and maybe there's like three or four different types of careers, but I got to hang around and yeah. hanging around is half of it is because if, you know, you can um, figure yourself out. Yeah. You know, and I never had to deal with like overwhelmingly six su- overwhelming success. I don't know how they do it. I mean, I honestly don't. It's like. Yeah, it's uh, it's not healthy.
0: <laughs> um, I, I know we're over time. I'm going to let you go on some rapid fire. Stuff right, you season. can edit
1: a lot of the j- babbling out. You're gonna no, edit, no, I you love the babble. babbling. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I
0: love it. Uh, the nice. happy second fuse profoundly random questionnaire. Timothy, do you collect anything?
1: No. no. I mean uh, art, I guess. Okay. That sounds pretentious as soon as I said it. <laughs> Let's go back to no. What's the wallpaper on your phone? Oh, uh fuck, it, it's, it's going to be it's also pretentious. It's a, a it's a drawing by an artist. Is it terrible? I'm going to forget the artist's name. <laughs> That's that. Oh. Uh, that, it's a really get... cool drawing. I'm happy to show it to you and so on. Sure. Will... Okay. How do you do the thing where you just get this thing?
0: There's this thing on
1: the side. There you go. Hang yeah, Can we get it there? See that? Yeah. Well, oh, it's like a oh, it. a oh there's foot. a toe? It yeah, goes, there's some toes. Oh, there, and... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh he's a really wonderful artist. It's terrible that I blank on people's names. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, so anyway, I like that drawing.
0: Last actor you were mistaken for.
1: Oh, it's always it's it's always doom doom. Yeah. Josh Dumel. Yeah. God love him. By the way, he texted me the other day and said, <laughs> You know, I did my Christmas card. First of all, I, I told this story before. And we're over time and I'm 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 still like, eh, I got nowhere to go. It's talking. All good. So you know he did my Christmas card. Oh, he, what do you mean? You guys switched Christmas cards or something? What? We were all, the family was out. This is years ago. We were all out and I'd never met him, but we always, I'm always being mistaken for him. And I know through friends that he's being mistaken for me. Right. And we're out, the family, and they say, hey, Josh Duhamel's here. And I'm like, oh my God. And like, this is, I've never met him. We've never <laughs> officially met. So we meet, we're talking, hanging out and the family's there. And I realize this is an opportunity. And so I-, I I asked him if he'd do it. He said, absolutely. So he put his arms around my wife, my kids cuddled up next to him and we took (laughs) a family photo and we sent it out as our holiday card. I love it. And my mom put it on the fridge. My brother came in one day to the house and she's like, don't they all look great? And he says, mom, you know, that's not Tim, right? She's like, what are you talking about? She goes, that's not Tim. (laughs) That's an actor named Josh Duhamel. And she said, I thought he seemed taller. (laughs) My own mother. I've told it before. He texted me the other day and said he was at a baseball game in Minnesota and they were doing celebrity lookalikes with fans in the crowd. And he said, those fuckers put your face up on the screen (laughs) and then cut to me in the crowd. I mean, I think they knew they were fucking with him, but pretty good. (laughs) He enjoyed it.
0: Uh, So there you go okay happy sad confused actor who makes you happy always Meryl Streep movie that makes you sad chariots of fire oh
1: good the music
0: alone uh
1: food that makes you confused I don't even know if it makes me sad but I went to an emotion is that really a sad yeah is it a sad I just I'm a sucker for that film it it brings it up like I can see it yeah the end totally yeah um okay go ahead
0: and finally a food that makes you confused confused yeah you don't get it you see it on the menu what what's what's the deal with that oh that's a good one ending strong
1: how much time do we have i'm not i'm just gonna blurt something (laughs) makes me confused
0: yeah it could be like a, a, a i've had i've had nominations of tempura burritos um Condiment. people confused em- so. emily blunt said that and i disagreed thank you i don't get it but whatever you know
1: did we not say earlier was it emily blunt and uh, uh and, and doug lyman we're doug lyman about. and you said you were endlessly fascinated by him and i said endlessly fascinated by them both but you did the, this is the reason why. because that fucking burrito <laughs> answer is like what the hell what the hell's happening in there woman She's Okay, on you.
0: what do you got so what do you what confuses you what's your controversial food take back to me broccolini
1: oh brocco not broccoli. broccoli's fine but it's the stringy the when it gets all well they just keep wanting they give you more than you want to you don't want to eat the stem but they keep putting those stems down yeah so it makes me a little like it's just always a moment where i'm like we only want to eat the tops right why do we always give so much i mean it has to be cooked really nice perfectly yeah. to eat those stems but they always include like really long stems with the broccolini
0: yeah got the sometimes
1: it. sometimes it gets me a little confused because i i feel like that's a lot of green i'm leaving on the plate
0: yeah pearls of wisdom from tim mm-hmm. oliphant uh congratulations sir you've made it through your first episode of happy second fused hopefully the first of many uh i will remind the folks out there i've given you circle. enough for two let's be honest <laughs> we'll it. this is going to be a mini series um <laughs> <laughs> full circle is on max it's it's fantastic an amazing ensemble Claire Danes, tim uh dennis quaid the list goes on steven soderberg ed solomon writing what more do you want
1: yep really good oh, you're Just, going deep i like it justified, justified primeval
0: city uh fantastic for those that haven't caught up on the justified train it's never too late uh this is an iconic character in a new circumstance it's excellent as always and hopefully we'll see more of it maybe with quentin one day not to be too greedy Now,
1: well, you you know, you talk to him, tell me what he says.
0: Okay, uh, Josh, Uh, it's
1: been a pleasure. Thank you, thanks, man. I really
0: appreciate the time. Yeah, you as well. Take it easy. Have a good one. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh.